Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, And then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Monday afternoon. Miserable, cold, rainy, dreary. Yeah, all of those things. Happy May 1st in Ohio. Uh, We shouldn't be that surprised, I suppose. Anyway, I hope you're uh, warm somewhere inside. I hope you're not outside in the cold. Uh, But welcome. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Hope you had a a good weekend. Uh, Joy and I certainly did. Had the privilege of being down in Leesburg, Ohio, yesterday morning. Actually, uh, Greater Metropolitan Samantha. Yeah, believe it or not, Samantha, I think, is a suburb of Leesburg. Uh, Anyway, at uh, Samantha Bible Baptist Church, uh, what sweet people, what a great church, and just a wonderful, wonderful time. And I was pleasantly shocked to meet so many daily listeners uh, in this church. Uh, I was was just shocked. One person after another introduced themselves. Hey, I've been listening for years. I listen every day. Uh, But I listen as I have opportunity. A lot of listeners uh, down in Leesburg. So uh, to all of those listening from the church, thank you for your hospitality yesterday. It was wonderful to have the opportunity to be there, minister, and to meet so many of you. So thank you. Uh, It was a good day. 
and a good weekend. I hope you were in a solid Bible-believing church. I uh, try to remember to say that every Friday. Occasionally I forget. But I want to encourage you to be a part of a solid Bible-believing church and be involved. Don't just show up. Be involved. Well, our uh, freshman senator from Ohio, J.D. Vance, is uh, making some news and causing some ripples at the Pentagon. Evidently, I did not see this, but evidently last week, several senior U.S. Department of Defense officials at the Pentagon were interviewed anonymously by Politico, a political website, political magazine, And uh, a number of these senior U.S. Department of Defense officials insisted that their interview be anonymous, but they all expressed one sentiment. They hated Tucker Carlson. They are glad he is gone. Uh, One of the most senior of the officials said in the uh, Politico interview, Good riddance. We're a better country without him bagging on our military every night in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Again, and I've said this, I didn't listen to Tucker Carlson very often for a number of reasons. It's not that I didn't like him. Um, I I never heard him hit on the uh, American military. Maybe he did. I don't know. Um, But anyway, J.D. Vance is not happy. Number one, because of the politicalization of the U.S. military. U.S. military is supposed to be nonpartisan. The U.S. military. uh, Let me give you an example. At the State of the Union address, Some of the top brass are always there right in front of the podium uh, for the State of the Union Address. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, Secretary of the Navy, there's always four, five, six of our very top military brass. They never applaud. They never stand. They never respond. Whether it was Barack Obama or Donald Trump or Joe Biden, they sit stoically in the front, and they're not supposed to respond because the military is supposed to be non-political. Well, evidently, there's a bunch of senior U.S. Department officials who are very political and are very, very glad that uh, Tucker Carlson conservative is gone. Well, J.D. Vance is not happy. He said, every senior Pentagon official who commented on this story while hiding behind anonymity is a coward. Call me old-fashioned, but senior military officials should maintain neutrality uh, <laughs> Pardon me, uh, should maintain neutrality about hot-button political topics. 
And they certainly shouldn't run to one media outlet to gossip anonymously about another. Um, So J.D. Vance, our uh, junior senator from Ohio, is not happy with uh, senior defense officials at the Pentagon and made it clear he thinks they're cowards for being anonymous. I agree. I hate anonymous sources. That's why I don't accept anonymous phone calls on this program. Never have. I think in 30 years of doing a program first on Saturdays and then daily, I think in all those years I allowed one anonymous caller on the air because it was just an extremely unusual and critical experience. They needed to get on the air. They needed to express something, but there was a reason why they should remain remain anonymous. Other than that, I don't take anonymous calls. I just don't. Now, if you make up a name, I don't know it. But um, I, I hear on talk shows all the time, well, we have an anonymous caller from so-and-so. Ah, I don't do it. I don't like anonymous sources. If you feel some way, admit it. Take responsibility. All right, then uh, quickly this. When I first heard about it, I thought it was worse than it actually is. ESPN, this is from USA Today today. ESPN apologizes for World Trade Center Twin Towers footage during the Heat-Knicks basketball game. And I thought, what? Why in the world are they apologizing for posting a picture of the Twin Towers? Are they ashamed they don't want to offend terrorists? Well, evidently that's not the case. Uh, They mistakenly used old footage uh, showing the uh, World Trade Center towers. It had no political purpose whatsoever. Somebody just dug into the files. Uh, It was Miami, New York. They wanted to show some stock footage of the two cities. And somebody dug into the archives and pulled up a picture of the Statue of Liberty and uh, the Twin Towers in the background. So they apologized because they used old footage and it was not current. Evidently, it had nothing to do with politics or terrorism or whatever. Once again... We all need to be LTDs. My first response, that's terrible. Then I read the story. Okay, I get it. We uh, we all need to be LTDs. All right, uh, first break of the hour, and then we will be right back. Uh, all of those flight cancellations, the airline said it was weather. Yeah, evidently it was not usually weather. We'll be back. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. 
Well, I think we all know it's, it is not a good time to fly. Uh, my attitude towards flying has changed dramatically. I used to love to fly, especially international flights, and I've been on a lot of international flights. 10 hours, 11 hours, 12 hours, the longer the better. Not anymore. No, 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 not anymore. Uh, for a lot of reasons. I suppose it's just because I've gotten older. But also the hassle that flying has become and how undependable it is. Uh, almost, well, maybe not every day, but every couple of days I see someone post on social media Uh, My flight was canceled. It was delayed four hours, six hours. Uh, My flight was uh, delayed four hours. I didn't make my connection in my connecting airport. It has just been a mess. Uh, It is not the uh, pleasant experience that it used to be. Well, uh, there has been a lot of criticism concerning the flight delays and cancellations over the last two years, particularly. Well, a brand new report from the Government Accountability Office, yes, the GAO, has uh, revealed in this new government report that the surge in flight cancellations post-pandemic was due to Airline problems and not weather. It's interesting that before this report came out, the general consensus was that most cancellations were weather. And we've, you know, we've had a lot of weather issues and so forth. Well, the report was requested by Republican leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not Democrats. Uh, The report was requested by Republican leaders of the House Transportation Committee. And it said most of the increase in airline cost cancellations, and again, this is post-pandemic. This is not during the pandemic. After. Most of the increase in airline cost cancellations has occurred at budget airlines. However, several of the largest airlines have also made more unnecessary uh, errors. According to date, flight cancellation rates in the last six months of 2021, 14% higher than the uh, two previous years. The GAO initial, listen to this. This is before Republicans said, hey, let's get to the bottom of this. The GAO initially claimed weather was the leading cause of cancellations before the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the percentage of airline cause cancellations began increasing by early 2021. So, um, oh, and and it gets uh, interesting. Quote, at the height of the pandemic, airline companies took $54 billion in taxpayer money. Remember that? The airline bailouts during the pandemic. Uh, again, quoting, 
At the height of the pandemic, airline companies took $54 billion in taxpayer money to keep employees working through the unforeseen times. In spite of this, and again I'm quoting, they reduced workers anyway by paying them incentives to quit. Did you get that? The government gave the airlines $54 billion to keep employees working. What did the airlines do with the money? They paid workers incentives to quit. Let that sink in. Then, as travel picked up and the world returned to normal, the airlines struggled to replace thousands of workers that they paid to leave. Yeah. Um, And, of course, all of this has been overseen by Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. So I knew that the airline industry was a mess. Uh, It evidently is even worse than I and others thought. Um, Like I said, I have not flown for quite a while. I have no desire whatsoever to fly any time in the future. And that's from someone who just, seriously, I loved to fly. Began flying pretty young and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. But not anymore. Um, I think when the history of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is written, he is going to go down as one of the most colossal failures in American government history. And not just the airlines. Remember all the supply chain? Yeah. yeah. All of that under uh, Secretary Buttigieg. All right, top of the hour break, and we'll be back. 